Welcome, guys, once again to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo. I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Hello. And I want to open up with um, something funny that happened uh, last week, yeah, where I was just taking a train, normal train. You know, you get into the train, you sit down, and then comes the person with a ticket. You give the ticket, they, you know, you know, rip it a bit, and that's it. They go away. But this time, I give the ticket, the guy rips it away, and then... I lay my Kindle there on the on the seat, and the guy just is staring at it. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck was this guy looking at my Kindle? And then he asks me, like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, the Kindle? And I, I tell him, like, oh, it's this device to read, da-da-da. And then the guy tells me, oh, that's very interesting, because I'm reading, I'm uh, writing a book right now, and, you know, that would be interesting to, like, read as I'm editing or something. And, you know, then we talked a little bit about, you know, the Kindle, where you can buy the Kindle, whatever, just to chat. But to me, it was so, like, um, you know, mind blowing because you know you look at these people as pretty much human robots most of the time. You know, they're there. You give the ticket, they pinch the ticket, they go away. It's a very you know robotic interaction. It's always the same. Nothing ever changes about that interaction. And you know, even though they're people, in that moment you just you know you don't think much of those people. You're just like, oh, they're just the person that works in the train. Mm-hmm. But just by this you know this interaction really show that okay this you know it, it to me it really showed that people always have much more than they show obviously that's a very you know explicit example of it but you know this person who i you know i always assume that people work there i don't know my my assumption would be you know they work there they go home they watch tv maybe go to the coffee with their friends they repeat that's it but mm. this guy is writing a fucking book he's actually you know as developing this thing that no one else knows there and everyone there sees him as like this very one-dimensional character but behind that as we all are it's very multi-dimensional in the things that you're interested that you do that you think that you um how you interpret everything and to me it also just showed me um in a way that you know we're all much more similar to each other than we think you know, it's, you know, maybe, you know, I was there reading a book. I would think like, oh, me and this guy would never be, you know, friends or, or anything like that or have anything in common. But then this guy's writing a book and I like to write. And, you know, it, it just gave me a very, it was a very eye-opening experience because in a way it shows you because, you know, you can see in the world nowadays, especially with, you know, everyone being able to share their opinions so quickly on Twitter, on Instagram, having these very strong opinions um that kind of gave me the thing like we're more similar than we think to each other you know at the end of the day we're all people we have similar interests at the core of it of what they're trying to achieve um and so sometimes instead of like that's kind of the the thing that got me thinking instead of just trying to you know be right or show points or do this thinking that you know we're so different or that we're better than these people maybe if we ask questions we try to understand we'll realize that we're all very similar to each other at the very least in the motivations that we have for different things. And yeah, I just wanted to share that because to me it was such a, you know, I, all of us have, you know, used the train dozens, hundreds of times. And yeah. to me, this just kind of gave me a, <laughs> just like a very different one than yeah. it is normal. I think that's a great reminder of exactly what you're saying, that every single human being can be someone you can pos- possibly have a, a good interaction with. We kind of forget True. that. Like anyone, we can have a good interaction with anyone almost in the planet. And 
we miss a lot of those opportunities today because, like you say, we go on our it's, a, it's it's how we work. You know, we get we get into a routine. Like you're in the subway or, in, or you're in the train, and you're not, you're not gonna like start talking to everyone around you all the time. You know, it would probably exhaust you. But sometimes, like if you think about it, why not? Why not this one time and you're doing anything, you're yeah. kind of bored? Why not turn around to the people, to the person next to you, and just like, hi, how's your day going? Uh, like where are you going? Like for example, if you're on the train, it's a very, yeah. it's, it's like a, a very obvious question. Like where are you going to? And from there, you can just branch out and maybe have an awesome interaction, or maybe it's just a five-second interaction, you know. But yeah. you don't really lose anything by trying it. You can, you only have to gain, like, True. like you said, like that. That man just saw you with your Kindle, was curious, and he asked you about it. If he didn't, you wouldn't have had this experience, which was kind of eye-opening. It's just. It's uh, it's just so awesome how it works, you know. Yeah. Just the <laughs> smallest thing can just have the deepest impact on the life of someone. And I'm not saying you're just gonna start changing lives by doing that, but just it's a good reminder to be like, yo, this is a person. I I'll sh I should try my I should try a bit to make it a good interaction because yeah. it will affect like act. It's a I think it's a quote that Jordan Peterson says, which is act like what you do matters, or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. it, because it does, you know, everything you do matters, you know, how, how many times have you thought to yourself or seen someone complaining like, ah, this one guy today, like you, maybe you're driving and he honked at me and he gave me the fingers like, what a fucking douchebag, I hate him. And like the whole day of that person was like ruined because of that interaction. They were like yeah. super mad and super frustrated for the rest of the day. Just because this random person that knows nothing about them will never interact with them again did this... Uh, Kind of, I don't, I don't want to say evil, but like poor uh, or bad interaction with them. Yeah. But just like that happened, you can have the opposite impact on someone. You know, you can just do something really small and change their whole day for the better. And True. you can, you can do that every single day. You know, it costs nothing to be nice. Not only that, you just feel much better if you're a nice person. If you're having pleasant interactions with people on a daily basis that's actually very important for happiness i think it's very overlooked you know if you're just having pleasant interactions every day that's just i know that's like i think what everyone wants you know no one wants to have bad interactions that's why i, I like i respect people that work in call centers stuff like that because they have to deal every single day with yeah just yeah. bad interactions you know that's something that gets to you mentally you don't want to be doing that all all of the time and you just notice these types of things like right now working at a gym i have to interact with a lot of people and I, and I, I know that it's very easy for me to get into this robotic sense, like you're saying, just like give the same answer, give this, do the same things, and never think about them as an, indiv an individual. But that's exactly what they are, you know. If I try a bit, I can just ask them how their day go, how is their day going, what they're gonna work out today. If I remember like a, the small fact about their lives, I can ask them about it, and the whole day their face just lights up, and it's a, just a much better interaction. And I'm not saying I'm not throwing stones because I do this myself. You know, most of the times I just go into robotic mode and I just say, "Hey, how are you doing?" I don't I don't go beyond that. But it's just a very powerful thing to remind ourselves of. That we yeah. have the power to create that interaction. Absolutely, and I like how you touched on there, like the point. If you're having nice interactions, you know, just regularly, you're gonna feel much better because it's not only you feel better that you had it, but you feel better that the other person also had a nice interaction. It's it's like a you you get but you also gave mm. this joy yeah. and to me it's very interesting because you know nowadays if you go on the bus on the metro on the train you look around everyone's doing something you know they're reading a book they're not usually not reading a book everyone's just usually listening to music or they're on their phones you know each person in their own world you know interacting with their content that they enjoy 
but it is kind of sad that that kind of lost art of just you know small talk has been lost in my opinion if you if you put like just people that are you know 70 years old and above in that train you're just gonna hear chit chats from all around from the people that are sitting in front of each other and next to each other because that's just what people did in the past it was either you stare out the window and are in silence or you know you chat it's it's not like you know you're you're just chatting you're just having a small talk with the person in front of you but for our generation and younger generations we always assume uh, or we assume too much we're too much in our heads we're like oh but if i talk and if i ask this and the person uh, it's just, these people are flu- you know it's very common out people to be socially anxious and you know more fearful of things in the past people would just be not everyone you know but in either case it would be much better because it's either you're in stillness and you're calm and in silence or you're talking with someone else and just you know a very you know, pleasant kind of light conversation. And yep. not only that, because you never know what's going to come out of there, you know? You never know, like, some random conversation and you may, you know, like you're saying, you notice something about the person, something that may give some more, you know, depth, indication yep, yep. of depthness to them. And then you ask about that and then you're talking about something the person likes and boom, you just found out, you know, not only found out something more about this person, but you also made them happier because they're talking about something they like. And... Yeah, I think that that's something that uh, I definitely would like to try to just, you know, no phones, no computers, no internet, no nothing. Just go for a month somewhere more like, you know, beach like or something like that and just yeah. do that, you know, just, just have interactions. <laughs> yeah, just just live more more naturally in a way, because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, as people we're built to interact with others, we're built to <laughs> to live in groups and to live to live in you know, little, small society. So it's only normal. This happens. And, and I remember one time I visited you uh, in uh, this small city in our country. It's like by the by the coast, by the beach, but it's a very small city, like super, super small. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I got there. So I got I got out of the bus and I was walking to, to the hostel and on my way there and through the days I, I was there, when, you, when I walked past people, especially older people, they would all say hi. It's like, you know, hi, how's it going? Stuff like that. And to me, that was so foreign because, you know, if you're in any city that's just a little bigger than that, no one does that. No one, you know, you don't say hi to the person when you walk by them. You don't interact like that. But there it was just so pleasant because you're just like, oh, nice. A nice little, (laughs) it's not even a chat. It's just a fucking, (laughs) you know, you say something, they say something. No one, you know, is engaged in that. But it's nice like you're you're more acknowledged in these in these places yeah and it's and it, those types of interactions i feel like they're useful because oh absolutely that, because that's like a i'll tell a story of mine to make it make sense basically the other day a friend came by uh uh at my house and we were making pizza just for fun and we were missing like the the baking tr- like the the sheet you know the thing you put on the the baking oh tray yeah yeah you put yeah. in the oven it's like I had I had none, and I was like, "What the fuck do we do now? Like, it's the, all the stars are closed. How can we solve this?" And she's like from um, she's from a, a small like village kind of, so it's like for her, she was like, "Okay, just go ask your neighbor." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean go ask my neighbor? I don't talk. I don't even know my neighbor. Is. Like, yeah. I know, but you know, like there's zero interaction there. There's like yeah. I would never feel comfortable enough 
to the point that I, I would go ask something like that. When she was like telling stories of like, ah, sometimes I need like I don't have lettuce, I just go like to my neighbor. <laughs> hey, you have you have like some <laughs> some lettuce, and she just gives me a whole lettuce, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that that's normal in those small villages where everyone knows everyone, and and but I, and I, I got, then we ended up finding a bit of leftover, so I didn't have to do that. But I was like, damn, maybe I should have done that. It would have been just like <laughs> yeah. a, a random True. nice interaction. I mean, probably they would have given it, it to me, you know. If someone yeah. asked me that, I would give them to them. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just such a random thing that you don't think about anymore. And that's the power of those interactions, you know. You get options for when you... In those situ dire situations... That's not the dire situation, you know. Not, no harm would come of not having that. But, yeah, you know, clutch situations where you need some things, those small interactions just make it that much easier for you to ask for something. Or, True. You know, and that's just... Humans are really funny, are we? We're kind of losing that... Yeah, like you're saying, the the hard the art of small talk and those not so deep like connections with people, or, but like you kind of know them, you kind of don't know them, but yeah. there's that level of comfort that I think makes your life easier. You know, if you have that level of comfort, comfort or like base, like you know the person, mm -hmm. it's just much more easier for you to do things wherever you are. You know, yeah, that's why it's yeah. difficult for you to do new things, like go to a new shop or go. To, that's why we are such creature of habits. You know. That's why it's very daunting for you to do, go do something new, go to a new gym and talk to, like, you don't know no one there. That's daunting. Yeah. A new coffee shop. Why do most people always go to the same coffee shop? You already know what's happening. And it's not, there's no danger there, you know, that's just how our brains are wired. You know, you, you get the familiar, you know, what's, you, you know what to expect and that's easy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, but it's, it's to me, it's so interesting as well how, you know, we have a, a lot of things nowadays that are just kind of like, they seem more advanced substitutes for these basic things we need, but in reality, they're just worse versions of it. You know, it's, it's like if you look at it, you know, now we live in bigger cities because of jobs and whatever. Um, in a way, we're surrounded by much more people, but we're much more distanced by them. It's like in, in social media, you know, you're connected in theory to everyone, but you're not connected to anyone because there's, yeah. you know, there's that lack of, you know, I, 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 there's, I'm missing over like of humanity to mm -hmm. things and you know I, I know this you know people hear this and they always do the, the the exception to the rule but to me i really believe that most people's problems would be solved if you just take them from whatever the fuck they are that's probably in a big city take them from there take their phones their computers their internet away put them there and that's it and they can't go to the internet the computer they just have to you know make friends there interact it's either that or you're you're bored to death pretty much yeah. life you know, most people's lives that are in these self-induced depressions and states of, you know, just stagnation would be a million times better in that. Yeah. Because in a lot of ways, I think we forget that, okay, we are very intelligent and very, and we're conscious of ourselves and we have this, uh, you know, our mind to us, this side of us. But then we also have the other side, which is the, you know, animal, the physical side where, you know, if you get more sun, you feel better. It's <laughs> just yeah, as an example. You eat better, you feel better. Yeah, you, you know? move and you feel better. It's just... And I think there's this tendency to think that we, you know, we're above these things. You know, no, I don't. I'm above this. I'll just, yeah. I'll read about. It. I'll think my way, my my way around it. Yeah. But you know, th that doesn't work. And uh, I shared this the other day, and I, I think it's uh, relevant here, where I sh I shared a quote, which was, um, and actually, I'll get it just so I have the the accurate one. I shared on the page. So the quote was, as I have here, and then I explained a bit, uh, you won't solve a problem by using what caused it. What I mean by that is, so 
you know if your mind is racing a million you know you're always there's always noise in your mind always you know you feel like you can never rest you can't use your mind to solve that you can't just think more to solve that problem you know if you're not focused because you're you know you know social media is always there your phone is always there it it would be counterproductive to try to use those tools to solve the problem a lot of times it's much easier and much more effective to just remove the thing that's causing it in the first place to actually go to the core of what is causing it and instead of trying to find ways around it and trying to use it to deal with it to just kind of you know, I know it's not always possible, but if possible, just remove those things, at least for a little bit, you know, someone that's super in focus and is trying to, you know, meditate uh, through an app and do these things and these apps on your computer to be more focused. It is the right intention, but it would probably be just much better um, if possible, if, you know, you have your time when you're in computer, but then, you know, you step away from all of that and you actually go and you maybe you meditate and maybe you journal and do these things but away from the things that are causing all these problems. Um, I know that's a bit of a tangent from where we started, but but yeah, because it just annoys me sometimes, even to the pageant people ask for, you know, how do I focus, all this, all that. And, you know, it's, it, I think it's one of those things where the solution is simple, but it's not always easy to Yeah, Yeah, because it's not, always, not, uh, not everyone has the option of like doing what like you're saying, just go to the beach and stay there for a month or, or you know of course we kind of have to learn how to live without that and kind of be able to control our impulses and social media and phone time it's not that most people but you know there's something to be learned from that you know first of all i think most people need to ask themselves a question like why is it not possible you know why is it not possible for me to go live by the the shore and do all this and most likely we like some monetary and other like there's going to be a lot of issues around it but ask yourself if you can fix that you know if your life yeah. would, wouldn't just be better if you were really able to fix those problems and be able to go i'm not saying you can i'm just saying that i think most people not most people but more people than you think would be able to if they really wanted yeah. to do it and after that is like okay you can't do that there's a lot of things you can do besides doing that you know you can just take you got when you wake up you can go for a walk and get some yeah. sun, you know, you, you can just implement daily exercise or, or like you're saying, eating better, sleeping better. You know, there's a lot of base things that have nothing to do with nothing directly to do with your problems. You know, That's, it's like because we think that directly to solve them, you go, you go to the psychologist, you go, you think about it and and then you solve them. But indirectly, you can solve them by doing these things, like just feeling better and getting more energy and being a, just a much more energetic and positive person. And that's that's like like you're saying most people's problems would most likely go away if they did those things like not even a hundred percent you know I'm saying you need to be like this super like energetic person that has to exercise every single day and eat properly all the fucking time but you know just do it like fifty percent better than you're doing right now it's just gonna feel a lot better than you yeah. are and that's you know that's just something I think our ego doesn't let us admit that because we like to think that our problems are unique and that they're just bigger than they really are because if you have to admit that their problems are just like everyone else's that's kind of lame you know it's like oh i'm just another another person with these issues but yeah. you know that's most likely true you know most of us don't have unique problems that would defeat yeah. the concept of uniqueness so just accept it you know most people have the same problems most people have dealt with your problems and have solved them so you can as well take comfort in that and you know just be humble about it start working yeah. towards improving it and that's it 
one thing I want to suggest that I I I was gonna say I started, but no, I just did it once, but I found it quite uh, quite interesting. Not once. I, I've done a few times, but it's not something I've done like as a habit every day. But it's just going. So you know, I meditate, I do that, but I started doing just going and sitting and just thinking. You know, because yeah. I, I realize that's something you never really do. <laughs> you never just sit and just think about something you're struggling with or something you want to work out through or something like yeah. that. And because I was trying to figure out something uh, for paths of meaning for this. And I felt like, you know, being in a computer, being around all these things, there was just too much noise and there was just too much distraction. So I just put my headphones, put some like focus playlist or some shit. And I just sat in the couch with my eyes closed, just thinking about this. And it's interesting because it showed me that a lot of us because we're you know full of distractions full of this are really not using the potential of our minds so to speak are not really using um you know ourselves to the fullest in a way because i've been struggling with this problem for maybe a day or two and i was just because i was never really you know writing properly about it writing about it because there was something always coming up then i sat with this just with that my mind just working through the solutions problems all that and then you know five ten minutes doing that much more clear much much a bunch better idea of what to do, how to move forward. And, you know, boom, that was it. Obviously, you know, journaling also really helps. And, um, you know, journaling, that's what I was going to say. Just yeah. writing really helps. But to me, I, I found that very curious because I had never done it before to just sit and think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, because, you know, obviously, uh, I think, you know, in the when you start meditating, starting doing these things, in the beginning, there can be a bit of a, like... Uh, uh, incentive to just disregard your mind completely and be like thoughts are bad you just gotta be in the present all the time all this but our thoughts are very helpful like the ability to think is extremely helpful <laughs> it yeah. is what makes, it is us, what makes humans. us human yeah. yeah exactly and you know I feel like it's to me it was just a bit eye opening too that you know I could harness that much better if I just remove everything around it mm-hmm. and that's that's really important because also I, I like to think touch on what you said most people are like they have that thought about thoughts that they're like, I just shut up. I can't, I'm just overthinking. I'm just overthinking all these thoughts in my mind. They don't help me. And most people actually, they think that's what meditation is. You know, it's a blank mind. Like you're just there and your mind is blank. That's not what happens when you meditate. Anyone who's meditated knows that's not what happens. That's why I find it so interesting when people say, "Ah, I'm not good at meditating. I can't meditate. That's, it's one of those things that I can completely tell you and it's bullshit because it's true. The process of being bad at meditation, as people put it, is meditation, you know? No one, absolutely no one is good at meditation at first. Like, there isn't a single person because you, if you, if you, if you haven't practiced the, the process of just being there with your thoughts, you're not going to be good at it and it's not going to be, it's not going to be comfortable and they will be there and they'll be overwhelming and it's going to be really uncomfortable and but the, that's meditation that's like that's it's I, I don't think it's easy for me to pass the idea that i'm trying to pass but the meditating i think it's the process of being bad at doing it you know it's not mm. that people normally think about it as being completely chill and with no thoughts and just like present in the moment and that's the way it can be you know there are some meditation sessions that will be that but that's not it you know meditation is that process of you being able to be okay with thoughts, whatever they be, you know, they can be unpleasant, they can be good, they can be mild or not, but you're just like they're looking at them and not interacting. Yeah. And that's what it is about, you know, that's what, that's why it helps almost everyone that does it because that's just a good skill to have the ability to detach yourself 
detach your emotions out of your thoughts and just look at them objectively. It's what allows you to not be so reactive to what people say to you, to whatever happens in, in life. It's what happens, what allows you, like you're saying, to just get those better ideas, like zoom out of the picture and be like, be creative and and do these different things that you're not doing in yeah. your daily life. And that's just like, that's a small rant on meditation because it really annoys when people say that they're not good at meditation because that's, that's I think that's one of those, that's an impossible, impossible statement because you can never be bad at something that's yeah, like, it's a process of you're meant to be there. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, because you, you, you know, if you're saying you're bad, but you're doing it, you're, you know, yeah, that's already it's not like bad, you're correcting, <laughs> you're correcting what you're, what you say you're bad at or that you're you can't yeah. correct and yeah, yeah it, it's just it's very interesting to me because i notice so for example uh we're in different cities the one i am right now capital it's and and i've been more aware of that how there's just so much fucking noise all the time you know here there's never a moment and that has been really pissing me off more and more <laughs> there's never a moment where there's no disturbing noise there there's never you know there's always cars there's always a plane passing by there's always someone talking loud on the street there's always some of these things and i noticed like because i went to the beach on the weekend and there i just laid down and i was like fuck finally finally just a moment with no disruptive noise you know there's the wave noise there's some birds that chirp here and then some people that talk a little bit lower but it's you know it feels like such a relief that's also why i touched on um you know the the previous and meditation because i think meditation is really a good retreat from all of that especially if you do it in the morning and you know you know especially when everyone's still kind of asleep or there's still no noise inside your house or outside your house um i think it's really powerful because especially if you live in a busy city then forget about it until you go to sleep it's always going to be noise always going to be uh some sort of chaos and even though it may not seem like it affects you like, you know, because it's so in the background, like right now, if I take the headphones, there's some car passing by, there's something like that. But this is the same thing that happens that if your refrigerator is making a weird noise and then it suddenly stops, as soon as it stops, it's like you feel this huge relief yeah. in a way. It's like, holy fuck, that, that was on. It feels much better now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would realize that if they, you know, harnessed more that power of being in silence and of meditating and being really in silence and and recognizing that silence, like really appreciating that silence. Because that's one of those things that I really think, I think I said the quote, the previous one, but I really like the quote, which is by Confucius, which is, I think is, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I really believe, you know, if you have the basic things sorted, and you're in an environment where just more nature, more, you know, more tranquil, you just feel much better. It's like everything's just much better. Yeah. And it's easy to take for granted, you know, that yeah. quiet because you only notice it when it's gone. Like when there's that, that constant noise, you won't like if but right now I'm living in the a smaller city. So that quiet, it's not, it's not the, the quiet we're talking about, but it's a lot more quiet than the capital. And so, uh, I already know that is if I go to Lisbon, if I, if I go to Lisbon, it's going to be like so much noise, I'll notice it. But yeah. right now, I don't notice the quiet, you know, because it's just normal. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's one of those like the bad thing of human nature. You just get used to everything, and yeah. you only notice it when something drastic happens. But yeah, it's something to be grateful for because silence really does matter. You know, sometimes you just want to listen to absolutely nothing and just be completely still. You know, the, yeah. I mean, I think most when we notice this, it's like when we're trying to sleep and there's noises. It's like the only time we actually stop to 
ponder like the the value of silence because we need it you know <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. essential in that aspect yeah. you know you need to sleep and you know that's one of, i think that's a more of a gratitude thing you know there's always something to be grateful for even something as basic as silence true Absolutely. And I, I want to end here on my side with a quote. I saw this today. It was a tweet by Naval. And the tweet goes, just as you travel so you can miss home. No, I'll say actually, just just as you travel so that you can miss your home, you so, you socialize so that you can miss yourself. And I really mm. like that. That's really good. That was a really a really that's, good one. Yeah, uh, good, and yeah I think it's a, a good one to end on. Yes, sir. All right, boys. So, and girls, the... <laughs> five percent i believe that listen um let's go thank you for listening um i i shared the podcast on the page uh last week a lot more people listened which is amazing uh if you guys enjoy have any topics you want to suggest awesome. uh send us a message on instagram and other than that we'll see you on next week bye bye